1: so now he says, finally, my brethren, put on the whole armor of God. Armor stands for a military weapons. So when you have your military weapons, we read about the children of Israel. The Bible said that they came out of Egypt fully armed. They had weapons. They had everything they needed. They just didn't know. They didn't know how much power they had they were too busy about complaining about food and about water not knowing they had so much power they can conquer anything with Jesus and they would have won they could eat, drink, whatever they wanted but they didn't know what they had today we have the most best best weapon ever Jesus Christ the precious Holy Ghost we shouldn't be losing there's no possible way that we should we have the best armor you can possibly ever think. The word stand, that you will be able to stand. Stand undivided, abide and continue in God's covenant, which we read in John 15, 1-7. So we have to abide. Stand means to abide in the covenant, which is Jesus Christ, and his token is the blood of Jesus. We have to have that token. We have to abide in the covenant that God made us of this new covenant, not the old one. We have to abide in it. That means to stand. Stand means to stand. That you will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The word wiles, Means something strange, unexpected, tricky. The devil tricks people into so many things. He tried to trick Jesus. All of this will I give you if you fall down and worship me. And that was a trick because it wasn't his to give. He tricked Eve when he said, You will be as God's, knowing good and So he says, when you have on the whole armor of God, you will be able to stand. Because why? Because the armor of God is going to let you know it's a trick. Don't do it. Don't fall for it. Keep going on the right path. He's not going to be able to trick you. You will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. When he sets up a cunning device, you won't fall. You'll go right straight through it. You will know. Go ahead. Flesh and blood, but against principalities, but against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take on you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand against withstand in the evil day, and having been on to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins carried about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Okay, so it says, having your loins, your loins are the center of basketball they watch where your hips are going to go because they can kind of tell where you're going to go by the way your hips move so if the center is tied about with the truth we don't have nothing to worry about he says gird your loins tie them up make sure that they are secure in the truth the center of our lives needs to be the truth and then we won't have uh, space to go off. Because the center of everything that we hold dear and believe in is the truth. We don't got nothing to Put everything in your life as the truth. Let it be, and what that is, is let it be Jesus, the Son of the living God, and let it be His Word, God's Word. And then the Bible says if you have God, you have Jesus. If you have Jesus, you have God. So if you have the center of your life, truth, Jesus said, I am the truth. You have handled the steps of your life. You got nothing to worry. Continue. And your feet shall with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So, I forgot the, the breastplate. The blessed breastplate of righteousness—not our righteousness, but God's righteousness. Now, what makes us have righteousness? We'll read that in John. 1 Thessalonians 5. So if you want the breastplate of righteousness, you need faith and love is our breastplate of righteousness. Why? Because our righteousness is as filthy rats. But if we have faith in Jesus and we have love one towards another, that is our breastplate of righteousness, because it's the righteousness of God, and that will be our breastplate. The breastplate, it covers both front and back, most of them. Your head goes through the middle, and they got two parts, and then they had to put them together at the shoulder pieces to connect the back and the front, and it protects all your vital organs so your heart your lungs and all your vital organs all in the center is protected when you have them and i looked and i said you know what that makes perfect sense because why the bible says on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets if you love the lord your god with all of your heart and the last commandment jesus gave us is to love one another as i have loved you so that is the breastplate of righteousness that will cover everything in between so if we love each other as christ loved us and we love god and we believe all our hearts Our lungs, everything is protected. We don't have nothing to worry about. When the devil shoots, he can't get nothing. Why? Because if he talks bad about you, if I love you, I'm not going to just believe everything that I hear. And even if I knew something was wrong, I would be able to handle it and just go to you in love and try to get things fixed. So he can't get in any kind of way if you have on the breastplate of righteousness. He said, Have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Shod means to tie something on, to put it on fast and, and the preparation of the gospel of peace is the road that God has already prepared for you and I. We're going to read that in Proverbs 3 1 through 7. My son, forget not my law, but let thy heart keep like my commandments. The length of days is <coughs> Not mercy and him about thy neck right the good not and Not wise, So if we acknowledge him, if we have our loins girt about with truth, we will acknowledge him in everything that we do. He's going to direct our path. Our feet will be on the path of God. It will be, our feet will be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Preparation means something that has been prepared for something. It is meet, it is fit for that particular thing. So the path that God has for us is already prepared. All the preparation has already been made for all of our lives. From day one to the end, everything is prepared, but... We have to be on the path of righteousness. We can't be where the flesh wants to be because then that one also is already prepared. But it's not where you want to end up at the end of the day. That one's already prepared too, the flesh for hell and the
0: fruit
1: of the spirit for heaven. So both places are already prepared. It's up to us to choose which preparation we want to go to. We can have the preparation of the gospel of peace, or we can have the preparation of hell and destruction throughout eternity. So those are our choices. But he told us, shot them with the preparation of peace. And then we will be just fine. Continue in Ephesians. Above all, taking the shield of faith, for we shall be able to punch all the fiery darts of the wicked. So the shield of faith. Without faith, it is impossible. The shield of faith. A shield is an oblong deal that they use to quench uh, the sword or darts or whatever. And they use it too. But it also means to strike away. So when they throw a punch or a blow or a shoot a dart, you can also strike it out of the way. You can move it. You can move things. What did Jesus say? Tell the disciples, if you have faith, you can say to this mountain, be plucked up and move and it will. So we have to have the shield of faith to move out any kind of doubt, to move out any kind of confusion, to move out anything of the way that is going to hinder our walk with God. The shield is also, there's big shields and there's small shields. And the smaller shield is called more of a a bucket. And that's where you wear on the arm that you hold your weapon. The reason is because as you're fighting, if the devil was to attack you and you didn't see it and you cut your arm off your sword they're pretty much done but that buckler is just to protect that one from a blind sight so and you have to know how to use it though they don't just sit there you have to know how to use it and so if you read in the bible it says those that know how to use the shield and the buckler, they have to be used properly or not they're kind of useless and so that's another form of a shield. But all of that is all through faith. You have to trust and believe that God is the one protecting you. That if you do what he says do, nothing's going to you, nothing can happen bad. If we follow him, we know through faith that he has us. He has everything, good intentions for us. He has everything planned out for us. Everything is going to work together for our good if we have faith. Continue. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word
0: of God. Now,
1: the helmet of salvation, our salvation is nothing that we did to earn or get. That's a gift of God. For Him to protect our mind and let the mind that's in Christ also be in us. That helmet of salvation is not something that we did or we can do, it is of the gift of God to us. We have to have his word, his mind, his way of thinking in order for us to be able to function spiritually. Otherwise, we're going to be caught sleeping and sleeping, which is a bad idea. So the helmet of salvation, we got to have that. And then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We have to. Meditate in his word day and night, and then you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, and you won't be
0: moved. It's impossible for us to be moved if we do these things. Verse 18. Pray always with all prayer and supplication of the Spirit, and watch you to in with all perseverance and supplication for all sins. we read Proverbs?
1: And then Psalms 119, 104, and 3 Probably a good time to read more. Whenever you feel the need that prayer doesn't really work, you got other things to do, that's probably a good time to whenever you feel like, well, you know, I I can do this first, it's probably time to sit back and think what's going on. Because if he can get you to slumber, sleep, he already has a great advantage. And the things that he gives us look so real that we don't have the discernment of Jesus to know that it's not good for us, we will be sick, nauseated, sleepy, drowsy, just like he wants us, because then he'll win. Because he knows he cannot win when we have Jesus. He can. He already knows. There's no way I can beat him. Why? Not only because we have Jesus, but what did God say? I will fight for them. So he already knows he lost. God didn't have to get up from his throne when there was a battle in heaven. Michael and his angels and the devil and his angels. There was that big battle in heaven and God didn't even have to get off the throne. Michael won. And now God says, I'm going to go fight for my children. I will move for my children. Oh, the devil knows he lost. He didn't even have to move and lost. And now he knows, okay, well, if I, then the God's going to, and then I really, he knows that. So if he can get us off guard, if he can get us to slack up just a little bit, that's when he can start patting his terrors. That's when he can do that. Right now, he just has an illusion of terrors. Well, that's going to be bad. It's going to really hurt you. Don't fall for that illusion. You try to do that to Jesus. Jump. He's going to give his angels charge concerning the Bible that's good. but that's not what it meant that's not what the context of that scripture was but it sounded good Jesus didn't he didn't fall for that one he said, Thou not tempt that God. even if it did mean that you're not supposed to just tempt God and say oh well God you're going to catch me here I go you're not supposed to do that. so when we know the scriptures we can fight back. When we don't know the scriptures, we can't fight back. This is our weapon. So, God, the devil would love for us to put it Because he cannot go through this. And he knows it better than me. What did he tell God when the sons of God came to present themselves and the Job was there? And what did the devil tell God? You have put a hedge to God. That means the devil already tried. He already knew who Job was. He already looked, but he couldn't get in. So then he says, well, then if you move it, then I can. But see, Job wasn't about materialistic things. Job's faith in God was about him and God. His loins were girded about with truth. So when the devil took everything materialistic, he still could not penetrate the shield of faith. He still couldn't go beyond his loins being girded about with truth. He still had to stand before God shame-based. And that's told him the second time. I you caused me to move against him and he still holds his integrity that's the testimony we're supposed to have but if we don't have the armor of god we're not going to have that testimony he's over there saying man did you see i made him fall fast all i did was show him and he went for it." then we're over there trying to scramble back to our feet i could imagine god saying you He's stumped for nothing, you know, and because the devil is just a liar, he says the devil is as he's not, but he's as a roaring lion, he acts like he's all big and he's not, he can only do what God lets him do. And we're over here tripping on a smooth carpet. And he says, Okay, well, look. All that a man has will he give for his skin. Let me get his skin and he'll curse you to your face. That's what I table spirit life. But Job's integrity was not about flesh and blood. He didn't, he was, he knew he wasn't fighting flesh and blood. When you read what he was saying, he was like, something's not right. I didn't do anything wrong. I, you know, I What God gave and God took away. So if I could receive good, I could receive bad. Why? Because he had his loins girt about with the truth. His helmet of salvation was on good. His shield of faith was on good. His breastplate of righteousness was on good. He loved God. So although he had sore boils from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, he still didn't charge God. devil could do, is go back to God again, shame-based, I lost again, but if we don't have the arm of God, we're not, we can't, we need to love one another, love the Lord our God, keep his commandments, whatever, Believe and trust him. What we did. What does the, know, this is the last scripture for this one, and I couldn't find it. But it says, um, after you have done all that you were bidden to do, call yourself
0: because
1: you shouldn't. So when the devil says, "Well, you know, you read enough. That you really need to say no." I'm unfaithful. I should have read more. If you said a chapter was enough, I'm going to make sure that I go a chapter and at least one verse because I need to do more than what I was meant to do. I was told to do this much. I don't get a reward for only doing what I, need, the bare minimum. The bare minimum is like those 10 versions that took their oil and not extra. And they lost out because they didn't have extra. They only had enough to get there, but they didn't have enough to get in. Don't do the bare minimum beyond. Go the extra mile because you don't know how long you're going to live on this earth and you don't know what kind of temptations and fights you're going to have to go through. So make sure we have extra. So if God doesn't deliver us by the end of the week, we have enough to go another week because we carried extra. We don't want to be like, oh, I did bare minimum and that wasn't enough. Do extra. Be like those other. Took oil in their lamps and the extra oil, and it didn't matter how long it took for them to open the doors. They were ready when they opened them. Oh, well, they trimmed their lights. They had a perfect amount of oil. Hey, let us get some. Oh, no, no, no. Because we don't know what's going on. Go to the ones that buy. I can't use your oil, and you can't use mine. So we can all buy from the which He will give us as much is we want to buy it. Now I can help you trim your lamp and you can help me trim mine, but we can't shut it up. Well. The oil is for you. How much are you to your got? How long it will last you? We're helpers one of another, but there's some things we can't.
0: Received with an open heart. To live it out actively with all of your being will yield you a bountiful return. Thank you for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you, may he keep you, may he shine his face always upon you, and may he forever keep you.